0: back to another episode of Starving Artists. I'm your host, LJ, and I have yet another exciting episode lined up today. Today on the podcast, I got Battle Rap Phenom, superstar freestyler, and um, just an all-around great dude, Isaac Knox. What's up, bro?
1: What's going on, man? Good to see you. Good to see you, man. How long has it been? It's been about a year, two? Uh, it's-, it's been a minute. I think it's been more than a year since we've seen each other. Yeah. We, we, we go way back. Like we low key go way back,
0: which is. Yeah, cool. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And thank you so much for hopping on. Uh, I, I, I've been, uh, you know, when I started this podcast, I was like, I know I need to have lives I appreciate I it, man. It. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, man. man. It's absolutely. So every episode we start off, uh, I always ask, where are you from? And uh, for you, what was that moment like when you realized that
1: you had to rap
0: or you had to entertain?
1: Okay. Um well, I'm raised in Orlando. I was technically born in Minnesota. I don't really remember it. Um, <laughs> but uh but yeah, raised in raised in East Orlando. Um and so which is cool cuz as as you know it's it's a melting pot of everything. So right. uh so between that and my family upbringing, I was exposed to so many different genres and love for music and love for sports. And something about hip-hop and rap clicked with me in a really special way. And uh, and so I think I felt like I knew I had to rap. All right, here's here's the story for that. So okay. I technically wrote my first rap in the third grade because... <laughs> some high school neighbor rapped for his talent show and I thought he mm-hmm. was cool so I was like I'm gonna write a rap uh but that's not when I knew it was official like I would have like mm-hmm. daydreams about being some rap star in like fifth grade but I kind of let it go in middle school uh I knew in high school After my freshman year, I had started a rap group with some friends, got back into it, you know, filling up notebooks, taking in all the documentaries I could and everything, anything hip-hop I was taking in the content. Uh, And in 10th grade, I was not a good rapper yet, but I went to all of my sports coaches and quit the teams to have more time to work on my rap career. What was their reaction to that? Uh... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> disbelief laughter you know I yeah. like yeah I still don't have a deep voice but my voice was not dropped at all <laughs> uh you know I'm a little chubby just got my braces off and I'm saying like I need to go work on my rap career I'm sorry I can't play volleyball like <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's amazing
1: I think I think that's what it, I think that's what it was yeah yeah oh okay um you're a battle rapper.
0: When 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 did you when did you decide that you wanted to give that a shot? Were you always a fan of battle rap, or or did you just kind of fall into it?
1: Yeah, no, I was definitely a fan. I was definitely a fan battle rap and freestyle rap and like cafeteria battles uh, yeah. was always something I was interested in. I remember in middle school, I was part of a group that brought in this rapper named Genesis. And after the show, we were like throwing words at him and he was freestyling. And I was like, this is amazing. And it had this battle rap energy to it because he would just like use it as a punchline. So yeah. it was always something that I was so attracted to. Uh, as a as someone who loved sports, it's got that competitive nature. As like a theater improv kid, there's the freestyle rebuttal element, right? Mm-hmm. And then, of course, it's hip hop at it's core, which is what I was all about and am all about. Um, so i loved it i would watch it you know freestyle fridays bet all that sort of stuff um and then it's funny my senior year of high school uh i went to an event at ucf called battle of the elements which is uh for all different elements of hip-hop there's dj graffiti artists b-boys all of it and of course mc battles i just went to watch right and uh then I hear my name get called because somebody put my name in without telling me. <laughs> my friend Raiden put my name in. Uh, and so I get called. I go up there to battle, stumble through the first round, but win, uh, yeah. which was cool. Like, it just wasn't a good, like, grouping. Mm. And I was the, you know, tallest of the bunch. Uh, but then <laughs> I kind of found my steam, and I ended up winning this tournament, right? Uh, yeah. And so I, I win this like battle rap tournament and some people come up to me and they're like, Hey, we're part of this league called grind time. And this is like 2008. So grind time was just before it had yeah. even blown up, but it was like yeah. a baby. It's so like, we're part of grind time. A couple of our battlers were in that tournament. You faced a couple of them. Like we would love to get you involved. And my response was no, I'm an artist. <laughs> no thank you uh i don't because at the time it was like battle rappers can't make music you know
0: yeah
1: and i was like a punk kid well i was a nice kid i was so it's funny i give that response as if i was all high and mighty but Mm -hmm. that same night i didn't even get the trophy presentation because i had a curfew that i didn't want to (laughs) break so i had to get home as a mm-hmm. high schooler with all these college kids, like I had to come later, like two days later, and come pick up the trophy from some girls' dorm. Like I That's told my hilarious. parents the story, and they were like, "You could have stayed for the trophy." <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. So, yeah. so who was your first? Um, who was your first battle? Like your your real, like broadcasted, filmed, uh, put on YouTube uh, battle?
1: Yeah. So. So years later, maybe three years later, Grind Time's a huge deal. I'm a super fan. I'm a Grind Time super fan. One of my closest friends in the Orlando hip hop community is one of the owners of Grind Time. And I am begging for an audition. I'm begging for a tryout, even though I was, I like could have been a big deal already if I would have been smarter in 2008. So I finally get uh, a tryout and I get thrown into the wolves, not necessarily competition-wise, because my first battle was against another first-timer, but my first event, I had two battles. So my first event, it was co-hosted by Conceited, who you know is on Wild and Mm -hmm. Out, and Math Hoffa, um, Mm -hmm. and there's a bunch of legends in the building, and I actually had two battles. My first one was against a another rookie named kane uh and so i battled him and it uh, that one i i handled pretty easily and then uh my and then literally the next battle of the event was me again uh against <laughs> a dude named hindu rock uh and so i battled this guy hindu rock And it's an amazing, amazing battle, especially for the time. Like I'm not proud of everything I said in hindsight, but at Mm -hmm. the time it was a really great battle and, uh, and the judges gave it to him, but on video, the response was so overwhelmingly in my favor that it created all of this conversation in the chat and the comments about at the time it was being viewed as one of the clearest robberies on grind time, So me actually, the judges giving me a loss there created so much buzz that that's what like shot me out of that bottom tier of like just Mm -hmm. a new rookie to like, no, we want more Isaac Knox battles. And so for the first couple years of battling, um, I was, I had some really great momentum that started with the fact that I lost and the fans disagreed.
0: That's amazing. I I was listening or watching a lot of battle raps when I was in in high school. Now I graduated in twenty fourteen, so you know grind time was at its height when I started paying attention. Um, I, I paid attention to A Hat. I don't even know if that's still mm-hmm. a league. Um, but uh, like, so growing up loving battle rap, I've never done it. It's something I don't think that I could do. Uh, but I love it, and and to me, it's amazing to know so many video people.
1: evidence that you could do well at it. I've so seen you, some bars you spat spat uh, for a while now. Of, yeah. Yeah. You can, so, <laughs> you can battle. I'm not I, saying you have to, but
0: you could. I, you, see, there's one of those things in same that when we have to talk about stand-up comedy. Like, I've written stand-up comedy, but it terrifies me. Battle rap and stand-up comedy terrify me. And I, I want to try both at least once, but I, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah.
1: But <laughs> um, you know audition life. You know, you're you're right. an actor. You know what that's like. So you you know that sometimes those nerves, that excitement fuels you and that there's, yeah. there's a thrill to doing something that makes you nervous. I'll, yeah. tell you, I'll tell you that every rap battle I do, even as I've, I got like 50 on YouTube now that are like mm-hmm. official battles, so I've done it a lot. But there's this moment where I'm not nervous at the event, I'm not nervous the day of, but then we actually get there about to film and when they do the introductions, I am nervous from the introduction until my first positive reaction, until okay. I have a bar that, that lands with people
0: yeah.
1: and then I can go, Oh, you like that? I got more for you. This is yeah. going to go well. But there's that, you know, small few seconds where I am so nervous because I don't mm. know how it's going to land. Right. So that's part of the thrill.
0: Yeah. So yeah. now, now, now I'm feeling hype. Now I feel like I got to try. <laughs> I got to give it a go. Um, but no, it's just it, I love that I know so many people who do it. So between you, Jordan, Loso, uh, I don't know if you if you know Joe Waters. He he's uh, he's a Tampa-based rapper who's who's been getting into the battle rap scene. And yeah. uh, I love going to the events. I haven't seen you you perform live yet or uh, for battle rap. Um, but I love going to see Loso and Joe perform. Uh, most recently, I think the last time I went was like a five star dive bar in in Tampa, okay. um, and uh, I saw I saw Joe battle there, and uh, I just love the energy that's always in, in 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 the crowd for battle rap. It's just always so hype and exciting, and, and it's just a lot of fun. So, uh, yeah. do you do you have any battles lined up?
1: Uh, no, not at the moment. So, um, I signed with a league called Guardians of the Culture. Um, -hmm. and I signed with them at about the start of the year. And so, uh, so then Corona hit. So I had one battle with them that hasn't come out yet. And then another battle that had to be rescheduled. Then COVID happened. And now the league is reorganizing a little bit. So hopefully I'll have some coming up. Uh, but I've also been using this time to like, do other creative things that I love that I haven't done in a while. Um, yeah. and so, so it's this balance, but hopefully I'll be battling again soon.
0: Yeah. Especially if, there, if there's any, like in the Orlando, even Atlanta area, let me know. Cause I'm going to be in the building. I want to be there to support you. See you live. So awesome. just let me know. Yeah. Um, okay. So free daps. Uh, yeah. can you explain what free daps is to anybody who may not know?
1: Yeah. Free daps. Um, so we are a freestyle rap company uh we're a crew of mcs and improvisers that do completely off the top improvised rap shows for any kind of audience uh it's really funny but it's also really dope um it there are other like hip-hop improv troupes, um and we try to make it clear that we're rappers first like we tr- mm-hmm. we're funny and charismatic and You know, we can play to an audience, but it's like we are battle MCs. We are hip hop artists. We are rap nerds uh, in in the best sense that like we care about the art form so much. Um, But we we go everywhere and uh, and just make up these freestyle rap shows like Whose Line Is It Anyway mixed with, you know, 8 Mile mixed with actual improv. Um, and, uh, so yeah, that's what we do. We play colleges, hip hop events, corporate events, festivals, schools, uh, Disney, you know, we've done NBA halftime shows. Um, it's great, man. I love it.
0: So before, before it became a company, what was the start? It was you and Jordan, right? And and you guys were a duo?
1: Yeah. So, uh, Freedap started as the rap duo of myself and Jordan. We were part of a group before. Um, And when that kind of split off, Jordan and I wanted to keep making music, and so we started under the name Free Daps, um, which was uh, actually Jordan's idea for the name. We spent months thinking Mm -hmm. of a name, Uh, and it was kind of like our hip-hop spin on the Free Hugs idea of, like, there's, there's a lot that comes after the greeting, the business side, the grind, all these tough things, these weighty things. But that initial dap, that like, yeah, welcome in the building. We were welcomed into hip hop, so we want to do the same for anybody else. Who are we to be gatekeepers? Free daps. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So yeah. how how did you guys come to to, to, <laughs> to determine that free daps was something that you could turn into a business, you could market, and uh, you can make profitable? Like, what, what was that like?
1: Yeah, so... Um, so the freestyle side of it which is what the company is now because at first mm-hmm. it was just uh, a rap duo making music and mm-hmm. then um we would freestyle for fun and freestyle is part of our shows uh but i actually started freestyling on the street with like a tip bucket out uh with a friend of mine um out in venice beach california mm-hmm. and it was like oh wow there's like a great response to this. And this was like 2013. This was, you've Mm -hmm. seen guys do the same formula since then. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we started taking it to, I'm sorry, I need, I don't have water with me. Started taking it to like festivals, um, Mm -hmm. especially in Canada In Canada is where uh, we were like, Oh, wow. I'm making like pay my bills money on the street (laughs) with a bucket out. Um,
0: amazing,
1: and that's when it was like there's something special about this uh Jordan got involved really soon after I was doing it. I was like I don't want to do this without Jordan um cuz he's the best. And mm-hmm. uh and so once that started really growing into like the biggest financial piece of our year was going out and doing that, uh we were pursuing other avenues and we saw that Disney was doing an open call for uh like variety performers for Downtown Disney at the time, which is now mm-hmm. Disney Springs, um, and we sent in YouTube clips that people took with their cell phones of us. <laughs> like we didn't have any official video. We just like mm-hmm. sent like here's video people have taken of us, uh, and got an audition. And once we landed a residency at Disney, it was like oh this is the thing.
0: This yeah.
1: this is the branch of the Freedap's tree and like. Are my the Isaac and Jordan tree that is going to be the business that's going to be uh, what opens all the other doors? And so we've leaned into it, we got became an LLC, we hired and trained other performers, and you know it's it's been amazing.
0: I remember when you guys got um, or I don't know, I don't remember if there was an uh, an official announcement or what it was, but I remember when you guys started at at, at uh, Disney Springs. Uh, and, uh, I I remember just being like, oh no, that's a big deal. That's, that's amazing. I couldn't have been happier for you guys. I still, I'll I'll go on YouTube and try to find clips of you guys at Disney. Um, and, uh, and, and I just, I always notice how engaged the audiences are. Because, you know, especially just being involved in hip hop, a lot of people are always kind of enam- enamored with, with the idea of freestyle. Uh, yeah. and, and it's kind of the same thing. Like, I, I mean, it's definitely much harder, in my opinion. I've, I've studied improv as an actor since I'm eight years old. And I feel like I'm, I'm good at that. Uh, but there's just something about freestyle rapping, the, the, the constant you have to keep going of it uh, that, that I think just keeps everybody engaged. Um, is that something that, that you you found too?
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's cool, you're right. There's something constant about it. There's the element of the beat and the creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, there was actually a study on how it engages both sides of the brain. Cause like yeah. the logical side knows the music and the count and things need to land here and there's a template but then there's obviously the creative side that's filling it up with ideas and engaging with it in different ways. And I think that the same happens from an audience perspective where it's, there's not these awkward pauses because there's music and there's momentum and all of that, but there's also these pops of punchline and joke and, um, and even an element of, suspense or stunt in that it's like ooh, will he be able to land this or where is he going and so when it lands it's this like oh the magic trick happened or he landed the the flip you know mm. um and and so i think that there is something that we didn't realize was so magical about it that right. really does translate and is is why it becomes this bridge from hip-hop culture mm-hmm. it's a very specific art form within hip-hop culture forms this bridge to people that maybe didn't identify or didn't enjoy or think they would enjoy hip hop before. But now they're part of this creative process. They're seeing it being made. And there's and it, there's this connection of like, you were part of this, or you witnessed something that won't happen again. And, and that's what really like hooks people. Uh, and it's something I'm really passionate about with it. Yeah,
0: so when you go into the studio to record a song, how often do you, do you, do you just freestyle or do you always go in with something written?
1: Man, it's so weird. I, uh, you would think I would freestyle more often, but mm. I think that there's part of me that because I freestyle so much, um, I, I almost like the like careful crafting of music mm. as well. It's almost like I, I treat the different elements of things that I do almost as rest from the others. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like mm-hmm. I'll take a break from live performing by producing. I'll take a break from freestyling by writing. I'll take a break from, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah. and yeah. Uh, and so there's part of me that, like, wants to eventually record something that's completely freestyled. I have an idea of, mm-hmm. like, recording a live album where I have, uh, like, beats, and every, mm-hmm. like, an album's worth of beats but I actually freestyle for a live audience the entire album and then it's like recorded and put out. Um,
0: That'd be amazing.
1: So, so that's stuff I want to do, but I don't, I don't mix them a lot in the studio. Uh, It happened one time with like a really like deep song on the first Free Daps album. We had a song called J-O-B that was talking about like our lowest times, but Mm. still being on our J-O-B, but also, you know, not that our lives have been as bad as like biblical Job, but the idea of like, mm-hmm. this is like J-O-B Job feeling, but I'm still yeah. on my job. Uh, yeah. But there's, I started talking about a time in my life where I was uh like sleeping in my car in a Planet Fitness parking lot. And I ended up freestyling four bars in the middle of that verse. that was just like, this needs to be said, or this needs to be like explained. Uh that I just did it once, and then I was like, "Oh, I'm keeping that." I just mm-hmm. had, you know, so yeah, so, that, yeah. so it happened one time where a 16 bar verse became a 20 because like I just had something on my heart that showed up while I was recording it.
0: That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. And so you are the what's it called the Guinness World Record holder for longest freestyle? Is that still is that are you still the holder? Uh,
1: yes, I'm part of the team record. Right. So yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm part of the team uh, longest freestyle. Um, I think the official name is like team KJ five, two, cause he organized it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, there's like five of us, uh, on the team and 12 hours and five minutes, I think is the record.
0: Um, I can't um, even imagine.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it was, it was a cool thing. Like I had met KJ, um, which is cool. Cause you know, and I know he's tired of hearing this, but like, I grew up listening to you KJ Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah. And, uh, and so got to know him, uh, good dude. And so he, he put together the format. And one of the things we did was it, every hour it would switch from a group hour of freestyle to a solo hour of freestyle. So mm-hmm. it was cool. It was like, you got, you got to like prepare for your hour, not prepare the rhymes, but like make mm-hmm. a beat tape. And yeah. so I had like an hour of beats. I really liked freestyling over so when it was my turn, I was like, I know this is going to keep me going. It was cool.
0: I remember uh, watching as much of that live stream as I possibly could. Cause you guys did that over at crossover, which was just the perfect spot to do it. Absolutely. Um, and uh, I remember, cause like I said, I was still in high school when you guys did that. And um, I, I just, I always loved the, the freestyle aspect of hip hop and, and, also, to me, just I I kind of associate freestyle with battle rap. I know it's not really the case a lot of times now, um, but you know, thinking back to Eight Mile and and stuff like that, or just freestyle battling in the, in the lunchroom, like you said. Um, and so I w- I was just enamored with that, and I I I probably watched at least five hours of it. Um, I wish I watched the whole thing, but is that is that video out there somewhere? Like all twelve hours? Yeah,
1: I think I think they're broken up into hour long segments, but I okay. think they're all out there. Um, yeah, because I've seen I've seen them pop up on YouTube every now and again, and then like mm-hmm. I'll try to watch, and I'll be like, this is really quantity over quality. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's hard for yeah. me to go back and watch myself. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I think they're all out there.
0: That's dope. I need I, I need to go back and, and watch as many as I can because I, I I remember that that was just really really dope. All of you did a phenomenal job. How does it feel to be able to say that you're part of the team that holds a uh, a Guinness World Record?
1: It's so cool, man. It's uh, a yeah. it's something it I mean it it opens doors and adds legitimacy. Uh, mm-hmm. You know I I teach a lot of freestyle rap classes, so when I travel, I do this a lot when I book battle events. Like, for instance, if I'm doing a battle in Vancouver, um, I'll reach out to the improv theater there, Vancouver, Vancouver Theater Sports. They'll be like, hey, I'm in town. Would you like to do, uh, like, a rap class? And so when I do that in new cities, being able to say I'm a Guinness World Record holder is, A, opens the door for them to be like, yeah, let's use this guy. But also when they promote the classes, you know, it just, again, it's that legitimacy. Um, and it's just a fun thing to say. My favorite fun fact, though, is that the solo record is mm-hmm. longer than the team record, which speaks so much to the, like, competitive, one-up yeah. nature of hip-hop.
0: Right, that, Like, yeah.
1: someone would rather rap for 20 hours by themselves than for 12 hours with friends. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so do, do you find yourself uh, ever, uh, you know, being competitive like that and saying, no, I'm going to beat this guy?
1: I. Uh, yeah, for the solo record?
0: Yeah, yeah for the
1: solo record. Yeah, I've, so yeah. I think about it a lot. I have to check who officially holds it. So okay. uh, for a while, some friends of mine were like separate friends in different corners of the map. We're all going to go for that record. And I didn't want to take the record from a friend. So okay. I need to like check who mm-hmm. holds it. Uh, and if it's not somebody that I know personally, then I'll go take it.
0: So, <laughs> and you can yeah. do it. I've I've seen you freestyle. You can do it. Yeah. <laughs> I I I, I want to experience that. It's amazing. So, let let let's let's get to the big news. You just dropped your debut album.
1: Yes. Yeah, so uh,
0: mile one mixtape. My
1: first solo project ever. uh It's called the Mile One Mixtape. I treated it a lot like an album, but it's so heavily features samples that it was it's mm-hmm. it's a mixtape, and that there's no way I can sell it. Like. Yeah. I,
0: <laughs> yeah
1: i I would owe money to like a hundred artists on a seven song album um, so uh or I guess they're labels, so two labels um but uh yeah, um, yeah, I just dropped mile one mixtape. It's a quarantine passion project um it it felt cool because I've always prioritized free daps and still do. Um, so I never was allowing myself to make these solo songs. I would write pieces, produce pieces and be like, yeah, someday, someday I've always viewed like my own music stuff as like the reward for succeeding in other areas, for getting the group off to a place where they can all like eat for years, uh, and not like need me. Like then I can do these passion projects, but quarantine gave me this opportunity. It shut down you know, two months of college tours that we were going to do, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, live shows and other recordings we were going to do as a group. Um, our, our group's been staying really socially distant, uh, because there's, you know, like family lung issues and immune system things that like COVID can make worse. So all that to say was I found myself in a studio, not able to see my friends or tour. So I was like, if this is going to be in any way a gift, if there's any silver lining, it's Mm -hmm. that now I can make whatever I personally want to make. And so I made this album and I'm, I'm really, really proud of it. The responses have been overwhelmingly good. Like I better than I could have dreamed so far. Yeah. Uh, It just hasn't reached a ton of ears yet.
0: I'm trying to, I'm pulling it up now on my phone. I haven't got to got, got had the chance to listen to it yet. I have a drive I have a drive today, and i'm gonna i'm gonna listen through so so seven songs how yeah. many songs did, did you did you did you' cause when I make a project, I always outline it that's just how my brain works. Did yeah. you have an outline that you tried to match or did you make more than seven songs? What was the journey like for you with this
1: yeah uh originally, I was aiming for five songs um and then uh and then it was taking so much time that i i was like i almost feel like i owe people a little bit longer project uh Mm -hmm. you know with how long like quarantine's been um but yeah it wasn't so much an outline of exact songs as it was i knew the outline of what i wanted the like energy to be the the Mm -hmm. like underlying story of it Mm -hmm. um and so i'm i'm actually the the son of a motivational speaker who is a marathon runner? Uh, and I grew up watching all the like inspirational true story movies that yeah. ever existed. Uh, and like in the same way that we all grew up watching Lion King and Recess, I was also watching Olympic highlight DVDs hosted by Bob Costas <laughs> of like everything that happened in the 1980 Olympics and yeah. 1992 and 1996 and you know the Winter Games. So, like, that kind of energy um, has really been like a foundation of my life, and I've always kind of shuttered it away, like it was, like it was. I I think maybe a younger me wouldn't have known how to do, how to bring that into hip hop mm-hmm. without it feeling really like corny and disconnected. Right. And so this is a project where you hear that that exists, but mm-hmm. there's no blind optimism there's it's it's real it's grounded it's got my humor as a comedian it's got my bars as a battle rapper it's got my musical taste as a producer um as a like movie lover it's a mix of all of these different things and then the very like underlying thing is like i want you to feel like you can run a mile after this I'm not yeah. going to be cheesy. I'm not going to say that, like, it's easy or you have to, or, like, it's mm. not going to be any of this, uh, you know, there, I'm not holding pom-poms, but it's one of those, like, the world is tough, but we can also, like, I can poke fun at it here, but be real about how dark it is here. Now, you have no excuse not to go run a mile. Like, that's uh, that's yeah. kind of the feeling that I tried to bring yeah. to it.
0: So if there was one song on this album that that you could do you would recommend I, obviously we want everybody to listen to the whole thing but what's yeah. that one song for you
1: okay uh the one song is a mild departure from the rest of the how the rest of it sounds sonically mm. uh it's track three it's called and a movie um okay yeah so uh i have a music video dropping for this song pretty soon um and uh, or I don't know when this episode comes out, the video might be out, Uh, (laughs) but, uh, but yeah, it's called and a movie. Um, it's a, it's a really like cool laid back, but also some of my favorite stylistic rapping on it. But, Mm uh, the hook is give my life six seasons in a movie. It's, uh, inspired by the TV show community that that was their campaign was six seasons in a movie. Um, and so I'm binging Community
0: now, by the way, oh for yeah. the first time. For the first not time, yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean awesome. to cut you off. <laughs> awesome.
1: That's amazing. Uh, <laughs> Love the show. Well, yeah, the, uh, the beat is made from a little, uh, there's a little sample of one of the characters humming uh, mm-hmm. in season three, and I basically produced around that melody. Um, awesome. And so it's inspired by the show, but it's not about the show. Right, like, right. It's about give my life six seasons in a movie, yeah. and just it's like, boom, my like my life's going to be this cool and this is all I need. And like, there's, you know, really cool stuff that I say in it. Um, And then it's also just inspired by one of my favorite sitcoms. So yeah.
0: Yeah. That's, I can't wait to listen to this. I'm going to, like I said, I have a drive today and I'm going to listen to the whole thing and I'll text you and uh, give you my feedback. I did see somebody tag you. It might've might've been Jordan who said uh, that number, that number three was their favorite and uh, what they're most proud of of you for this i think it was jordan yeah um, so jordan yeah. said
1: that um it's been cool man like real like this is no hyperbole no exaggeration mm-hmm. uh the project had only been out for like six hours and literally every song had been somebody's favorite which is pretty cool wow
0: yeah I mean, no, was, for sure.
1: that was like and i know seven songs isn't a ton but mm-hmm. like the feedback, the range of it, of people, you know, people who said track one was their favorite or said the final track was their favorite or everyone in between, but track three has been the like unanimous people seem to really like that one.
0: So coming off of this, uh, I can, I can sense the excitement. How hungry are you to do another album, another solo drop?
1: man i uh (laughs)
0: it's
1: funny so here's where i am like a major planner so i don't know um i i guess i'll not overthink this i (laughs) started work on three or four future solo projects like not songs like i have a handful of songs Mm -hmm. that are already like in the works for multiple projects. And again, I thought that a lot of this I wasn't going to get to till later in life. Mm -hmm. Um, But I really do like the idea of mile one mixtape being like the best way I could possibly introduce myself as an artist. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I'll have a follow up project that hopefully will come out in the fall, that'll be another free project. And then those two mixtape style projects Mm -hmm. are like the backlog for uh, being able to really launch some like Spotify, iTunes, let's go try and get an attention from like industry people kind of project that should come out early next year. And then I got even more to capitalize on. I got, I've, I've started a couple songs that are like, I, and I realize people sound like, you know, they're overhyping themselves when they say stuff like this, but I have a couple songs where it's like, I can't even put this out until I have a big enough platform because mm-hmm. I don't want to like undervalue this song by putting it out too early. So I have a couple that are like shelved for when that happens and then all the stuff I'm making on the way there.
0: That's incredible, man. I, I'm excited for you. I'm happy for you. And I can't wait to hear it. Uh, and I'm also going to put it out there. I'm available for a feature. Just let me know. I'm I'm, <laughs> Thank you,
1: man. Heck yeah. I'm
0: available. <laughs> um, so, you're gonna treat the audience uh, to a little freestyle rap.
1: Yes, I am. Yes, I am.
0: Yeah. It, what, what do you think? You ready?
1: I'm ready. What am I? What am I freestyling about?
0: Okay. Is it cool if I throw some words out at you? We'll start out. We'll, we'll start out with uh, starving artists.
1: Starving artists, of course. Starving. Yeah, I should have yeah. predicted that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, should I turn this down? How's the How's the value mix? Hey.
0: Sounds good to me. Yeah. yeah.
1: It sounds good. Yeah, yeah, uh, they say I start the hardest. I'm just here with starving artists. Yeah, you know that right here, I'm the smartest barsmith, a starving artist. But we go across the country. We ain't worried about the money. I'm starving because I'm hungry, hungry, so I be eating. You know that I'm the winner. I'm getting in the dinner plate, but I ain't looking thinner. I'm getting thicker like the beat when I got a feast. Yeah, I gotta eat. I'm the beauty and the beast
0: motivation
1: what was that word
0: motivation
1: motivation my flow is amazing yes i could go to nations after that they say that i won't slow or phase that nah i got the motivation like a motivational speaker yeah i be going quicker like i was a tweaker but when i teach words you know that you in the bleachers because i be on the track i be in my sneakers yeah
0: three depths
1: Street you react, you know that I got a flow that relapse. uh, make the flow bust your kneecaps, yeah, you'll be excited when we be back, you need that, huh, where is the street ads, yeah, you need every Facebook react, huh, uh, stand up, stand up, huh, stand up, you know this is my anthem, stand up, like, hands up, like, I just had the answer, huh Mm. but you know that this man's tough now let's go to stand up but honestly i probably need to get on stage so i can give you some more comedy yeah you know the flow is tight i could do it overnight you know that you're on the list and i'm not talking open mics we got Mm. comedy yeah i do it quite live freestyle for 12 hours what's easy a type five hey Mm. scooby doo Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo, he was messing with the Rubik's Cube, who are you, you're in the super group, yeah, huh, you get chewed like Juicy Fruit, Scooby-Doo, when I'm rocking a concert, what I'll offer, take my mask off, you know I'm a monster, yeah, mm. I'm rapping badly, nah, it ain't too shabby, but it's like Scooby-Doo, in quarantine, I was shaggy, yeah, and now New York so Knicks. so mean, Mystery Machine, I've been listening, what? New York Knicks huh new york knicks i freestyled he was like duke you're sick yeah never get in office i'd be watching the office more times than new york Knicks losses Woo! highly likely <laughs> My, see me in mile the One like spike tape. lee what was that one sorry mile one mixtape oh mile one mixtape freestyle because it's great yeah. Now you know that you can't get with that. You're gonna be excited when you hear all seven tracks. Huh? See I'm the new dude for the cool crew. If you wanna listen to it, the whole thing's on YouTube. Or it's on Bandcamp. If you wanna hear me, but you can see like the style I gave you, it is free. Hey. Oh.
0: So, thank you. Thank you for that gift.
1: You're welcome, man.
0: That was amazing. That you are Truly amazing. I got to take one of your freestyle classes because I got to figure this out. I got to figure this out. (laughs) Um, So we always end this asking um, if there was any bit of advice that you could give to any starving artist out there, any aspiring actor, stand-up comedian, battle rapper, rapper, whatever it may be, what advice would you give?
1: Man, I... I'll give you a recent piece of advice that's really spoken to me. Right. Okay. And so um, so you and I, we, we go back into the the church world, we had similar upbringings, right? Mm. And I'm the type where I'm I don't usually get preaching these kinds of things, but there's this amazing example that was brought up to me recently that happens to come from the Bible. So uh, in the Bible, King David. Is one of the greatest kings of all time. It's something like, and again, I don't know where any listeners identify uh, faith-wise, and you, and I'm not here to talk about that. But uh, King David was one of the greatest kings of all time. When he was found, he was chosen by a guy named King Saul, who was searching the whole nation, and found this unknown, untested but really gifted diamond in the rough that was King David. And he pulled him out and made him King. So what has been incredible about that message and a lot of us starting artists, and I feel this all the time is you see other people get get their blow up you see other people get their opportunity and you're working and you're grinding sometimes for years you'll get excited about a project and it'll underperform or there'll be all these missed opportunities and you'll feel like man why have i been working so long and i'm still under the radar and just this message that like you might not think you have the platform but keep putting the work in Because there might be a Saul that finds you and makes you king. Like, I know that it's that old idea of like, I want to be discovered. And it's not being lazy and just depending on other people. But knowing that if you are really doing good work, that people who recognize that and have a platform might pull you out of the crowd before the person that's got 200,000 followers. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? It happens and uh and that's kind of the word that I've been using lately. Um that's not my usual piece of advice, but that's one that's uh hit home for me recently is like someone can still find you and make you king, you know. Yeah.
0: I love that. Uh I know I'm definitely leaving this inspired and I I, I believe that the rest of the audience is as well. So Isaac Knox, thank you so much for hopping on the podcast, bro. I really appreciate you. And uh like I said, I'll be listening to mile one mixtape today.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much, man. Love what you're doing, bro. Love it.
0: Thank you. Thank you, bro. I appreciate it. All right, guys. This has been another episode of Starving Artist. Please go look up Isaac Knox. Uh, Look up his album. Look him up on on Instagram, on Twitter. Do you want to give your handles out?
1: Yeah. uh, On everything, it's just I'm Isaac Knox. I am Isaac Knox. Uh, And so, yeah, I'm Isaac Knox on everything. Uh, And follow Free Daps, which is just Free Daps, D-A-P-S.
0: Absolutely. All right. So we will see you guys next week. Thanks so much.